Sie hören Sport und Musik. In a world where fans fight over whether to call it football, football, or soccer, two German men defy the odds and call it Fußball. Bringing you inside the German-American Fußball experience. And now, here are your hosts, the Schnitzel Boys. Yep. Hello. Hi. That music was too low. I apologize. Okay. <laughs> it wouldn't be a Schnitzel Boys Monday without a little bit. If of a... we didn't, if we didn't fuck it up a little bit, we didn't fuck it up a little bit for our sound levels. We're just doing level check beforehand. I'm probably still too loud, too quiet. No, sound you're there. good. I think you're good. Sound good. Sound good. All right. I, I can't hear myself. Good. Usually I can hear myself. I can't really hear myself. I can hear you. Okay, good. That's good. Let's keep it at that. I'll just keep it at that. How about that? How about that? Thing, thing. Okay. Uh, welcome to Schnitzel Boys Monday Night. Uh, Deutschland edition, their table tapa. Yeah. However, Hasht- we have a little... Hashtag, hashtag Meisterschaftskampf. Meisterkampf. Hashtag. <laughs> Meisterkampf. Uh we had a uh, three-way tie up top, and we had a three-way tie at the bottom, pretty much, uh, with one notable exception. Uh and now we're with a two-way tie. That's the big news, the big game. But you know what? We have a little bit of housekeeping, a little bit of Schnitzel Boys housekeeping to do ahead of oh. time. Yeah, for All those right, of you. Should, okay. I slowly ri- should I slowly rise? Slowly rise. Look at that. Hello. For the listeners at home, uh, here in our visual aspect in our live show, Bjorn is showing off brand new Schnitzel Boys t-shirt. All right. We got t-shirts, late folks. We got t-shirts. All right. Um, I got mine. Uh, here on the side here. Now, this was an early mock-up. I'm not really a t-shirt designer, you know. Uh, mostly everything I do in the Schnitzel Boys is, is chock full of mistakes. And uh, 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 there are better people doing better things. But I'm doing my best, okay? I would say I'm pretty certain. So for the listeners at home, the t-shirt is essentially our logo put really big over a shirt which 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 uh, full which is, body full body the only this body. is like the only uh, uh the only similar shirt that i have that has the print you know because oftentimes you get t-shirts that have that are cotton and they're um then they have something printed on the front like some kind of a logo or right uh but this one is one of those full print edge to edge the only other one i have of those is of like uh that i've worn for halloween is of a very ripped man guy like yeah with abs and yeah yeah so that also <laughs> is always a a good success especially when you wear it under something it sort of looks like the real thing and people are like whoa <laughs> anyway so this is of that of that ilk and the material uh, has that feel to it but it's very it's nice it feels nice i i recommend it it's surprisingly difficult to find a t-shirt company that'll do a full photo thing right 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 
all t-shirt companies want it very simple a little like square in the middle which yeah. we can do too uh, but i found a company a, li- a little factory that could in 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 my in, in, in uh, the old country china and uh they they uh you know a little hard to do a little bit of a communication error going back and forth i didn't really get 100 percent how it worked uh but i was able to pull off a couple we'll call these mock-ups um i also i I did like i tried to reverse it so it's the german and american flag blending together on both sides of the shirt Mm -hmm. with the logo just itself in front uh the collar is white i thought i put it in to be black because a black collar would have made a little bit more sense. The white collar right. sticks out a little bit. So for our new edit, I'll turn to well, a black I'm collar. A very, I'm a very white person, so it blends yeah. in on that on that side. Me too. Thankfully, it's not that big of a deal. And then the other thing is I'm probably going to make the logo a little smaller, right? Because it seems like okay. it's a little bit on the bigger side, right? Or am I wrong? Just, uh, let me rise. Let me slowly rise again for another yeah. look. I mean, it looks good, but it's... Well, I mean, I have the, I have the, the, the girth to support... All of it. Well, if you've got some girth, I've got the rest of the girth. But, uh, <laughs> you know, maybe we'll talk about that. And then the other thing is maybe on the back, I'll put like a YouTube channel, like and subscribe or, or somewhere. You know what I mean? Because right now people look at that and they're like, okay. I mean, it says okay, and now what? show on the bottom, but it doesn't say where to get it or anything. It's not like it says like live on YouTube, you know. So maybe on back I'll add a live on YouTube. What do you think? What, I mean, if you... you if you I think it's fine because if you I think if you Google us, you, it's we're not hard to find. We might be. <laughs> Our SEO might need some improvement. What happens if the Schnitzel if you, if you put the Schnitzel boys into Google? Yeah, do it. I honestly don't know. Hopefully it's us. Hopefully it's a bunch of us. The top top hit is us. Yep. Heyo, we did it. Yeah, I don't think we need, even if you leave out the the, uh, if you just put schnitzel boys, yeah, it's not a problem. Not currently nice. a problem. Our SEO is okay, folks. Our SEO yeah. is okay. Excellent. I I've did been Google. Working, worked on that all day today. <laughs> did you really? No. <laughs> I was going to say, we need it. <laughs> a couple of days ago, I was with a friend and he's like, well, Let's Google like English language, German soccer podcasts, or all the G- German Bundesliga, po- like all these different things in Google where we should come up. And we came up on like none of them. So it was always like the other, it was just podcast lists with other podcasts. On. But if you know the Schnitzel Boys, then that's it. That's what you need that's to it. know. It might be a restaurant, Wisconsin. Since we started the Schnitzel Boys channel, someone else started a channel called Schnitzel Boys. I don't know what they're doing. They are not coming know. up on Google. Yeah, yeah, they, they shouldn't because they better recognize there's only one of the Schnitzel boys, and That's it's right. your boys, Stefan and Bjorn. Okay, so we got T-shirts, whether it's available as merch. We're still organizing that. Way back at the beginning, someone asked for merch, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll coordinate that, but I didn't really know how or what. So we, we will maybe get a merch link up because why not? Maybe work with a Teespring, one of those companies, and try to get maybe a couple different shirt designs out there, a couple simple ones. But for right now, we've got these big full mock-ups. If you want a shirt, I can order one for you. Email me. Email us at schnitzelboyspod at gmail.com, and I can coordinate that for you. But we'll, we'll keep it in Amazing. our pilot. Right now we're in our pilot test phase of Schnitzel Boys merch. I love it. Uh, okay. So that was a I'm big gonna surprise. Sleep. I'm going to sleep in this tonight. Please. It's the size yeah. of a 
It's the size of a of a, of a nightgown. It, of a nightgown. <laughs> a Nachthemd. Nachthemd. Nachthemdgröße. That's the next the next step. Schnitzelboys Nachthemd. The next the next uh, Sprachgefühl. Nachthemd Größe. Okay, so before we get started in the news, by the way, okay, I have a little bone to pick. I've got a bone to pick, Bjorn. So with you me? turn me on. No, not with you. Okay. You and I both have a bone to pick with Raphael Honingstein. Okay. Oh, beer okay. and honey. And beer and honey. So you turn me on this new podcast because finding English language German soccer podcasts are hard to come by, which is why we're here. We're here for you guys. We're servicing you. But anyway, you, you, you mentioned beer and honey. So I found it. I didn't know. I don't know 100% how you found it, but I found it through you. I follow uh, I follow Christoph Biermann on Twitter because uh, he is a you know because he's wrote, he's written a couple books that I enjoy and he is a man of Bochum he's a he's a right. Bochum guy so uh, those Payment. are uh, those are good those are good reasons to follow somebody on Twitter so I do. What's that famous singer again? The Bochum singer who has the Bochum song. Herbert Grönemeyer. Herbert Grönemeyer. Him and Herbert Grönemeyer are the Bochum Hall of Fame. Maybe Bjorn Bellenbaum, maybe my dad, <laughs> maybe me. Who knows? I definitely not me. They wouldn't even accept me as a member. <laughs> oh no, no. So we're, we're changing that. We're changing that. Anyway, great podcast, but it's like two English speaking dudes, like journalists, not like us, real real journalists. However, you know it's well produced, whatever. But but the first segment they have is called Fußballgespräch, and or no, it's called Fußballdeutsch, and Fußball where they introduce Deutsch. terms. That are all, they're like, essentially, it's our Sprachgefühl segment. They just ripped it off. They, they call it. They just call it Fußballdeutsch. And I forgot what their last one was, but it was like a term, exactly what our Sprachgefühl segment would be. And I'm like, listen, if you're going to steal our writing, at least give us a credit. No, but that's not, this is not, this is not, this is not a source of consternation. This is good. It's a good thing. We're, we've, we're onto something. Yeah, we're on to being geniuses, so more popular geniuses can steal us for no credit <laughs> and make and really monetize off of it. So but well credit, done. I mean, what, what like credit is is credit is cheap. But uh, but in all seriousness, though, I'm, I'm being a little I'm being a little funny here. Uh, Beer and Honey is a great podcast. Like it, I highly recommend it. Plug in it, and hopefully they'll plug us back if they ever I figure mean, out who we are. Christopher so. Christoph Biermann, he has he just has a dry. You know, he's just a. Um, right. Yeah, he's just a Ruhrgebiets dude. He's just very dry, and uh, yeah, I I enjoy him. He had a he had a I I um I guess we could make this a Sprachgefühl. He had a tweet. He had a tweet that said, "Mit so einer, you know, watching the Bochum game this weekend. Mit so einer Labber Verteidigung steigt man halt ab." <laughs> Translate, was, please. Was his tweet, and I was actually I was like, "How is Google?" Because this was on Twitter. I was like, "How is Twitter?" Trans gonna translate this and it completely fell short. <laughs> like a I don't I couldn't even translate a Laba defense, I guess it just means a shitty, you know, what like is a, Laba? A Laba, I don't know, like just just lackadaisical, I suppose. Oh, okay. It's it's pot for lackadaisical, for lackadaisical. With this kind of lackadavis lackadaisical defending, you get relegated, is what he's uh yeah. what he's what he's saying. And very much so. But he the way he put it. Uh, uh, Twitter translator, Google Translate was totally overmatched, and I thought that was funny. What I will <laughs> say, though, you mentioned he's dry and stuff. 
all Germans are dry. <laughs> like he he yeah. represents what I would say because my dad's in that same area, and that's just Germans. That's what German sense of humor is. You know, people in English speaking world, like people in English speaking world, I'm trying to be a little bit more. Uh, enunciate a little bit better people the english speaking word have a <laughs> nice stereotype where germans aren't funny but the humor is different germans are funny but it's a very dry sense of humor and i would say that summarize it comes from a negativity first off or maybe a lot of modern day humor comes from more of a positivity but it comes from a very negative dry cynical point of view that's like german comedy in a nutshell and i think biermann's a perfect example of like that kind of behavior. He's got, he's just got that in it. Would you say, would you agree or just? Yeah, I think so. I think I would say, I don't know if it's, uh, um, I think some, I think to some extent it comes from, I don't know if it's negativity or cynicism. It's just sort of a, a resignedness maybe. (laughs) (laughs) There's, there's old family movies. There's old family movies of my uncle. This is from like the early nineties. I think I dug these up somewhere. Of him going to the day day air. I don't know where they were, if they were mm. at Bostock or Leipzig or something. And he zooms into these old Stalinistic, boring square, like hobo buildings that they would build in the old East Germany. And in German, he'd be like, look at the amazing creativity of these buildings or something like that. <laughs> you know, something like that. And to me, and like he's speaking it very much like, all right, there are the buildings. Uh, bursting in color or something, you know, that's what he would say. Right. As so an just, irony. And that's to me like but very played, dry but, but just humor. completely straight. Yeah, yeah, 100%. yeah. Exactly. Right. He's not doing wink, wink, nudge, nudge. He's just zooming in on the footage. He's like, no, it's just does into uh, building melody, a ghost of Fabin or something like that, you know. And then he just move on to some other crap. And the whole point is obviously not correct. It's like, right, right, right. It's the opposite of it. That's funny. Yeah, for sure. Sarcasm. Yeah. But very dry, dry sarcasm. Yeah, I would say that that's pretty typical. We got Xander on the chat. Hi, I support Mainz. Hey, Xander. How you doing, bud? Uh, welcome here to Schitzel Night. It's party. I'm so glad you brought up Mainz because I wanted to talk Mainz today because Mainz is crushing it. Mainz has been doing a really, really great. Mainzer, right? And then they say it down there. Mainzer, the people from Mainz, Mainzer. Uh, I was lucky enough to have gone to a Mainz game last season. I was at Mainz versus Frankfurt. I had a great time. I thought it would be a dead rubber game. I ended up being a blast because Mainz and Frankfurt are an hour apart. They're neighbors. So um, it was kind of like a regional derby match. Uh, I had a great time, and I love Mainz. Um, smaller club, party club, party city. Are they a party club? I know they're the club of the party city. But I don't know if they're like a party college. Are they a party club? Is <laughs> practice and early so they go out and get beers or something? I don't know. But Mainz, um, great family club, great family atmosphere. When I was there last year, it was the end of the season. And when the game was over, all the players that were leaving, they all got a last sort of ovation. They got to run around the field and say goodbye to the fans and stuff. It was nice. You know, it was not what you expect. Usually, like in MLS, at the end of a Red Bull season, we don't say goodbye to Sean Davis. <laughs> Just a week later, we see the news that he's gone. He's to Nashville or something. So, um, yeah. Zander, welcome and welcome to Shinsa Boys. Uh, 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 how do you feel about Mainz? So, Let us know. Mainz beat Gladbach for zip because Gladbach can only beat Bayern. I know. Isn't that crazy? So uh, weird. 
Daniel Faka, the uh, Gladbach coach in post-match, just said, yeah, we did a lot of mistakes, which is such an easy thing to say. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I would say a four mistake. We mistake. Right? We mistake a lot. <laughs> we mistake a lot. We mistake um, much mistake. So, Zande, tell us what's going on right at Mainz. Why is Mainz slowly but surely their eighth place? I think they're they're the little club that could eighth this place. Season. Yeah, they're yeah. making they're making their way they're making their way up. Making but it's like I mean, who, what how can, what can you make of all these teams in the middle of the table? We thought Col we thought Köln was good. They started the year well, but now they lost at home to Wolfsburg. They're sort of. It's it's very feast or famine for a lot of these teams. It's yeah, not, I think, there's not a lot of consistency. Yeah, I mean that's the Bundesliga, right? There to be predicted. We had, um, I guess, we should start with uh, the big game, right? We had one big mega match over the weekend, and that was number one versus number two or something. Yeah, number one versus number two. Uh, everyone was tied on points between Dortmund, but also Bayern München and Union Berlin. The mighty Bayern München. And little talk about little engine that could Union Berlin. It was in München. It was a snowy day in München, and we were all hyped up for it. And then it went the way these things usually go. The way these things go. I think by minute twenty, it was two nothing already. Right? Somebody <laughs> was like, "Well, this game's done." With. Uh, I'm going to play a little something for you, Bjorn. Oh, and I'd love to. Can you act as Mr. Translator, please? Uh, I w- I'll I'll try my best. You're going to do it. It's a little tricky because the dude has a thick Swiss accent. Oh, boy. Uh, one of my favorites. But uh, <clears throat> this is as we try to do a little bit more accessible content. Yeah, this just works. Analyse is heute einfach. We had einfach keine Chance. Bayern war um zwei, drei Klassen besser. Heute, äh, wie wir. Ich glaube, äh, bis zum 1 zu 0 ging es noch, äh, obwohl wir da schon auch äh, dieses nötige Spielglück äh, brauchten. Äh, was mich dann ein bisschen genervt hat, äh, war äh, das Gegentor äh, Nummer 2 und 3 äh, vor der Pause. Äh, das war aus meiner Sicht nicht zwingend unnötig. Äh, haben wir es Ihnen äh, zu einfach äh, gemacht. Yeah, this is a Swiss man trying to speak proper German. <laughs> oh, so he's putting uh, on. So he says, he says uh, so he said, just to quickly translate, he said, the analysis of this game is easy. We had no chance. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, Bayern were one or two, two or three classes, classes above Union, he says. And... Uh, up to up to the first up to their first goal it was all right they did pretty well until then and then what really frustrated him was the goals two and three in quick succession and then after that obviously that was it and they really deserved the victory and that's it yeah i mean that's just that's that's sort of that's how i saw it too it's not that and exactly what he's like he's saying up to the up to the first goal it seemed pretty close union had some chances it was up and down but then yeah but then that's just that's 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 just often what happens well that that yeah i mean Bayern mention has a real depth to it you know they lose to gladbach cuz for whatever reason gladbach i think there's a psychological aspect to it or something but for all the other clubs you know 
they just lose to the the mighty Bayern. You know, uh, uh, they had a bunch of draws at the beginning of the of the Rückrunde, which is what we're in. But uh, they're gaining speed. Their game against PSG probably gave them some confidence. Uh, the other aspect to this game is of the two clubs, only one of them had a European fixture midweek. And you'd think it's Bayern München, yeah. but no, it's Union Berlin. They played Ajax <laughs> on Thursday. Right, right. And Bayern München had all week off to prepare for this game at yeah. home. So so the stacks were against Union Berlin in, in a couple different ways. Um, could they have done better? You know, it was a little frustrating, unfortunately. But that's the way the cookie crumbles. Bayern München set themselves three points apart from Union Berlin. But only from Union because Dortmund won again. Another shutout. Too. That's right. That's right. Against the against the not so mighty Hoffenheim. John Brooks finds himself back on the bench. <laughs> he was not he was not the answer for their defensive woes. Um, with John Brooks too. So Dortmund, the other game we're going in, Dortmund beat Hoffenheim. One nothing, but still a shutout. Uh Dortmund's defense, which was their big issue, as we've talked about many times, as you see, we've seen improvement. Um but going back to John Brooks. John Brooks, who walked straight into the squad from Portugal for some reason after sitting on the bench for essentially a year, uh, including the end of last season at Wolfsburg, uh, he was not the answer. Like you said, it's been pretty sloppy. So much so that three or four games in under new coach Pellegrino Matarazzo, uh, the great American, the great Italian-American from New Jersey, uh, his replacement replaced him today, and he got injured 30 minutes in, and another center back uh, came on to replace him. So John Brooks, despite the injury, despite the 30-minute substitution for Hoffenheim, John Brooks was not called upon. It's number which four. To show you, no number four. He's like, he's like fourth place on the list now. He went straight back to being on the bottom of the list. You know, where he belongs. He needs to get back in shape again. He needs to practice. He's out of form. The bet We haven't seen the best John Brooks in well over two seasons now. So um, John Brooks... I wish you the best. Work hard. Burn your spot. Machin, machin. But right now, you are <laughs> machin. You are out of form. Jonathan Brooks is out of form. Yeah. <laughs> you heard it here first. Heard it here first. Out of form. G-G-G John Brooks was right. Out of form. John Anthony Brooks is out, out of form. form. <laughs> <laughs> but you know who's in form? Who? Who? Julian Brandt. Julian Brandt in form. In form. Julian Brandt, who's who's had a very hide and go seek career, right? He was a young Bayer Leverkusen whippersnapper, and he was a key figure. He was there. He was on the 2014 roster, right? Is he that? Or am I thinking mm-hmm. 2018? I don't remember, but he was around. Uh, then he was a little off form. Form. He sat on the bench for a while, and at Dortmund, he couldn't get much minutes. But as of late, during Dortmund's last run of good form, Julian Brandt, much to the chagrin of our good friend Giovanni Reina, Julian Brandt is in form. He's scoring. He's playing. He's scoring so much, he scores off the bottom of his back, Bjorn. I know. It's it? weird. This was like this was like when Lampard went on that tear for NYCFC and he scored, scored goals with his nipple and his his butt cheek and his knee and the ball just would bounce off of him. That's what uh, is happening to Julian Brandt. I mean, <laughs> you know, they work, they're working hard and now they're getting a little lucky. It's all right. They deserve it. 
like like the New York Red Bulls sporting director once says, with luck and momentum, you will move forward. <laughs> so uh, they're getting their luck to get momentum. Uh, 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 something else we haven't really touched on, which we'll maybe touch on a little bit, is the fact that Dortmund also had a midweek game. Uh, right or was it two weeks ago? They did. No, that was the Chelsea game. That was that was two. Weeks oh, ago. that was two weeks ago. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, want, uh, no, two, this mid- week, if you want to talk about Champions League, we had uh, RB Leipzig. Yeah, RB Leipzig. They did respectably, but probably didn't do enough. And then, no. and then poor Frankfurt got sl- got slammed. Right. Which we assume Napoli is like the hottest team in Italy, one of the hottest teams in Europe right now. But that game, and, that game was that game was was worse than the result suggests. Like the, I mean, it, if you're losing in a two leg series, if you're losing two zero at home, that's not great. Even in the in the age of no away goal tiebreaker, mm-hmm. but this could have been so much worse, right? They were, uh, yeah, they were really outplayed this game. Give it to Napoli, man. There's something in the water there. Napoli is figuring it out. Good on them. They're yeah. just a hot, hot team right now. <clears throat> and Italy needs it because it was the last time an Italian club challenged the Champions League. Though. It's been a few seasons. Um, and then uh, I would argue the same for RB Leipzig and Man City. The result was much more favorable than the performance. Then the game, yeah, it's true. Yeah, exactly. In the first half, RB Leipzig wasn't even in the game. It was just Man City the whole half. Uh, and then uh, great halftime team talk from Marco Rosa, I guess. And they went out there and they finally played a game. They finally played some football in the second half. And they are able to get an equalizer. But still, it's 1-1 at home. And now they have to go up to Manchester. So yeah. 1-1 probably wasn't enough. Um, that was uh, the Champions League wrap. But the Europa League, uh, the German clubs are, are doing a little bit better, I would say. Uh, Union Berlin. Eliminated Ajax, uh, yeah. three to one. Good on him. Good on Union Berlin. Pretty, um, pretty, pretty good. Yeah, I think uh, Freiburg also got their win. Before I start talking, I'm gonna look up these exact scores. I got, I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. Uh, but but Union Berlin is one of these things where they're a little club that grows really fast, doing really great work, and kind of like what Bochum went through in like 2004. They what? have all these titles. Did they have the Europe? They got the Bundesliga. They got the Pokal. I believe. I don't know if they're still in that. Perhaps they're still in that. But for a small club like that, when when they get spread thin, that could be that could be challenging. That could almost be a death wunsch. You know. Remember in Bochum under Peter Neurer when they got into Europe and they got to play in, in UEFA Europa I mean, League. One game or two games immediately got kicked out. Well, but it was they had a whole group stage, right? Or what? I don't think so. I think it was just two. I think back then it was just two legs, and they immediately lost. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Well, then I don't think I was like, "What? What are you talking about?" I don't think this was this was never a big problem, never a problem uh, for Bochum. Like maybe having, I well, having to navigate yeah. three competitions that was only <laughs> like. Three weeks, one time in the mid nineties. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I, I, I misread. No, no, I'm talking like 2006. Are you sure they were 2006? What? All right. I, I have. You're right. I'm probably wrong, but I remember in the early aughts, Bochum were in great shape. Uh, uh, what's that Dutch keeper's name? Rein van something or other. He was the Dutch keeper in the early Rein, aughts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Rein van Dijnhoven. Something like that, and he he broke a record of like the amount of minutes not conceding at home or something, 
And they were great. I think they finished sixth, sixth, sixth or seventh spot that season, right? They were great. And then they got into the UEFA Europa League. Next oh, you're season. right. They did. That's true. I was I was remembering the 96-97, but they also made it again in 2003-2004. That's true. Oh, bingo. And and that Look at but, you, Trivia Man. Mr. Trivia Man. But well, I was watching a lot of Bundesliga back then. And and also following Bochum, because like I said, my dad's from Bochum, it's his club, so I, I follow closely. And I really liked Peter Nor like they, they beat Bayern München one nothing in München that year, scored by a, a player Peter Maya, I think his name was. I forgot his name. All right. Anyway, anyway, these are memories. But the reason I bring that up is because they were never the same after that. Because the following season they had they had the Pokal, the league, and the Europa League. And for a small club like that, they were spread a little too thin. And I think they got relegated, and they haven't. And they were and they were in the second division until last season. From that year, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong, but I think it's like that. Like they were relegated in 05, 06, something like that, and they were a second division club all the way up until a season ago. Um, I think something like that. Uh, but anyway, the reason I bring that up is because Union Berlin is might have that same issue. You got Europa Liga, you got the Bundesliga, you got the Pokal. I think they're doing a really good job balancing all three. But for a club that doesn't have the same depth as Bayern mentioned, that's always like you have to make a choice. Yeah. You have to be like, we choose one of these competitions to focus on. Or else it could be Kiss of Death. <laughs> the Kiss of Death. Back to Zander in the, the chat. Kiss of death. The Kiss of the, Death. Uh, um... The delay isn't back, is it? No. Okay, good. I was worried for a second. Uh, okay, Zander. No, I was checking. I was checking briefly on the Europa. The, all the German teams advance in the Europa League. Leverkusen, Union. Uh, Uni- Leverkusen oh. needed penalty kicks. The Leverkusen Monaco game was so much fun. Did you watch it? I did not. It was also great because who's Monaco's goalkeeper? Nubel. Uh yeah, Mr. Nubel, Mr. Nubel. And I'll tell you, I mean, I maybe I'm being unfair. He he let a lot of goals go past him, you know. It wasn't <laughs> it wasn't super sharp. Um for a guy who's been talking a big game about replacing Noya and so forth, he's still a little young. Uh maybe I'm being unfair, but yeah, Bayer Leverkusen overturned what a 3-2 home loss and then he did a 3-2 win in Monaco. They did the exact opposite score. Took on the penalties, and German clubs tend to win penalties. That one Chelsea Champions League final, notwithstanding. More often than not. More often than not. So Bayer Leverkusen, <clears> by <throat> the skin of their teeth, knocked off Monaco and moved forward. Union Berlin knocked out Ajax. Flyboy, who did they knock out again? Flyboy, Roma or something? Flyboy in the uh, Europa Conference. Oh, is that the conference? What, um, what did I mix them up with? Man United, Roma, um, Salzburg is out. Union Berlin's through. Leverkusen's through. Um, is it just those two teams? I swear I'm missing a third team. I think that's it. Oh, yeah, you're right. It's Union Berlin, Leverkusen are the only. Oh, and Flyboy. Flyboy play Juventus. So Flyboy play Juventus in the round of 16. They knocked someone out in the round of 32. Um,. They knock out in the round. Well, Freiburg is gonna play. Yeah. Oh, they didn't. Right, right, right. Okay. Freiburg knocked out. What the heck? 
I'm missing a thing. I swear Flyboy played someone. Flyboy. Um They won their group. Um Oh, um, maybe maybe because they won their group, they go straight to the round of sixteen. They didn't have to do the round of thirty-two. Oh, right, they're be... going to be in the round of sixteen against Juve. Yeah, that's yeah, in so, March. So we've got three German clubs left in the Europa League: Union Berlin, Freiburg, and Leverkusen. Good that's on them. Right. Uh, right, right, right. Sorry, momentary lapse. It's okay, and, we got and we have four, and we've got four teams in the Champions League, of which really. We only have faith in full faith in one. I was going to say, how many German clubs are going to be in the quarterfinals of the UEFA Champions League? Do you think? I'm going to go two. Ugh, I don't really even believe that. I don't think right. Dortmund. I mean, Dortmund could get a draw at Chelsea. Actually, Chelsea RMS. Uh, so let's go two. I'll say two. My heart says two as well. My head says one, right? My head says Bayern München will, will manage PSG, and that's it. I think Chelsea might be able to turn the score around at home because it's just a one nothing. And then Napoli has said bye-bye to Frankfurt pretty much. Yeah, that's, that, then, that, that, that ship has sailed, and I think City will also beat uh, Leipzig. Leipzig at home comfortably. Not, not, you know, I think they'll get a 2 nothing. They'll, they'll get that win. So my head says one, but my heart says maybe Dortmund could pull off because Chelsea lost to Southampton. Chelsea's yeah, Chelsea, Chelsea yeah. lost again to Tottenham. Right. Uh, 2 nothing, I believe. If yeah. Dortmund, if the if the Dortmund, if the new Dortmund defense is for real, because Chelsea is having having real trouble scoring. And so if the Dortmund def- defense is for real, then they c- might do something. 100%. So it's a 1.5. <laughs> but we are rooting for Dortmund to make it through the quarterfinals. I would love We're to rooting it. for everyone. Rooting for everybody. But I, what if Eintracht Frankfurt went to Napoli and won 3 nothing? Who knows? Maybe. That's not going to happen. Maybe. Go, Frankfurt. All I know is the German clubs in Europe still going pretty strong. All right. Back to um, unless you have any other last thoughts on uh, German clubs in Europa. I do not. Okay, back to our friend Zan. This is all going to take a couple weeks. No Champions League or Europa League this week. Is there an internet? Is it just they're taking a week off? There's or? nothing. We have right. we have no in England. They have the FA Cup. That's not really our department. Is there a Polka other than <laughs> there's nothing? No, I want to. I want to look. Finally, look the, the people get a rest. Is Union Berlin still in the Polka? I know Brian mentioned I think got Flyboy in the quarters. I'm trying to think where. Uh, no, we have quarters only. So yes, they are on the road at. Uh, we have Frankfurt Union. This is not until April. Got it. Bayern Frankfurt yeah. Union Bayern against Freiburg Nuremberg, the only Zweitligist. Yeah, the only second division team at home against Stuttgart, perhaps future Zweitligist. Close. Leipzig and the big one, Leipzig versus Dortmund. Well, here we go. So we got quarterfinals, four games. Three of them are full European matchups because all six clubs, Freiburg, Bayern, uh, Berlin, Frankfurt, Leipzig, and Dortmund are still in Europe. Yeah, but they, uh, probably, won't exception, be, they probably won't be at that by point. By April, yeah, perhaps. And then and then the other club is Nuremberg Stuttgart. <laughs> the two little giant killers, maybe we'll the call two, them. Right, the, the, so, southern, the southern derby-ish. Die Kleine, die Kleine. 
Like little ones. Okay, um, so they'll be fun, but like I said, that's in April. Yeah, we get a little bit of a rest. Good. The players need some rest. They've been playing a lot of soccer lately. Um, okay, Zander, I think Mainz, as a Mainz fan, we have a nice little team. The likes of Barreiro, Stach, and Lee. Who knows if we can break into that sixth-place spot? How Mainz with Bo Svensson is steadily... I imagine it's however. However, Mainz with Bo Svensson is steadily progressing. I agree. They find good coaches in Mainz. Yeah, Mainz is where Klopp is from. Mainz is where Tuchel is from. Mainz is like a great little coaching school. It's like a coacher's club. It's a great place for you, for a coach to, I guess, um, figure out how to do it. You know, um, I know the story with Jorgen Klopp was uh, that they, he, he, what was his name? There was an older German coach, Wolfgang, I forgot his name, Wolfgang Federick. Hans. Wolfgang Hans, no? I thought I think it started with an F, but essentially it's where Jorgen Klopp got his high press from. Yeah. Uh, uh, and Jorgen Klopp was the senior player, and they had a way they played that they liked. And then the coach was fired, um, and then none of the new coaches ever stuck. So the board just told Jorgen Klopp, "Listen, you're the senior player, you're the team captain, you know how you guys play. Why don't you just do it yourselves? Like figure it out." So he was like the coach, quote unquote, when he was a player. He was like a player coach, mm-hmm. but it was like pretty unofficial. And that was the beginning of Jorgen Klopp being a great coach. And then yeah. he was the coach. Wolfgang, after that. Wolfgang Frank is the name of the man. Thank you, Wolfgang Frank. I knew it started with an F. Wolfgang Frank, a lesser known German coach, but he was um, Jorgen Klopp's mentor and mentor his, uh, influence. Yeah. And a lot of how we play soccer today stems from his teachings, Wolfgang Frank alongside Ralf Rangnick. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so good on Mainz, good on Mainz. Xander, who is your favorite? Uh, like, what's what's going on in Mainz? Why are they Why are they going to break in that sixth place spot, Xander? Like, what's is you it the water? Said, they have a good team and they have a good coach. All right, a good team and a good coach. Is it something in the water? Is that what Z- Xander should say? Yes. The truth <laughs> to our success is we drink our own urine every morning. <laughs> this, is oh. a, it's, this is the thing we do. And makes us strong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, good on you guys. I'm rooting for you too, Mainz. Like I said, I was in Mainz so I had a great time. It's a great club, great stadium. Uh, it's the I mean, stadium they are. Out- let's not to be not to be raining on the parade, but they're like six points behind. I think the I think the sixth place is far away still for Mainz. Yeah, not but to, even not for to them- rain on not to rain on anyone's parade, but I think. Those top teams, the Frankfurt, Freiburg, Leipzig, Union, Dortmund, München, that's that might be the European squad. I don't know. We'll see. Well, even to finish eighth, right? It's a good spot. Yeah, yeah. Rob, over over all sorts of clubs. Mainz is punching above their belt. For you sure. Know, you know. No, no, not to uh not at all uh, looking to um yeah, to minimize what they're doing. It's great. Yeah, and they destroyed. They haven't just been winning. They've been crushing. They did, it was a 4 nothing over the weekend against Gladbach. Uh, let's look over the other scores. Are there any big surprising scores? Schalke winning. That's sort of a kind of a surprising score, wasn't it? Let's take a look here. Well, Schalke has been – they've been good, and they've been at home against – at home against Stuttgart. I mean, this was kind of do or die for them, right, against fellow relegation – Candidate Stuttgart, okay. and now this sets up now for the for the Derby of all Derbies next Saturday. Bochum against Schalke. 
Oh, how do you feel about that? Bochum with extremely a, worried about it. Bochum with a tough loss over the weekend against Werder Bremen. If by tough you mean completely never in doubt, pathetic <laughs> defending, yes. Sure. I mean, La, it, was wasn't it, tough. it wasn't tough in the sense that it was unlucky in any way. Or It's like I, for a little bit of analysis here. Please. Over the over the course of of the season, we've seen two different approaches from Dortmund. One is to defend, and the other is not to defend. I felt that the defending worked better. There were victories. We got some points. We got out of the relegation spot. But the team has decided to go back to not defending. To clarify, by defending, you mean holding tight, hitting on the counter, right? And by not defending, you mean grabbing the ball and just going at him? No, I mean by... No, I just mean by defending, I mean you defend. And by not defending, I mean you just don't... You're just shit at defending. Which apparently is what what we're back to doing, even though the other things seem to work better. I don't know. You should call them and tell them, hey, listen, guys, <laughs> be like, you go back the to defending. defending the defending yeah. worked better. Do that again. Remember, That's when they my... come at you, you should call them on the phone. Listen, get when they come at you with the ball, do your best to get the ball away from the attacker. Like, go block like, the attacker. Yeah. Even my friends who, you know, my English slash Scottish friends who don't watch Bundesliga at all, know about Füllkrug since the World Cup. Right. Right? He's a cult. He's a cult hero. Right. He does not need... You don't need to leave him alone in the box. If you're no. a defender and there's Füllkrug, who's like the leading Bundesliga scorer in the box, you should pay attention to that. That's just my... That's my take. You shouldn't just sort of wait for somebody to pass to him. Yeah, I don't know. It was shit. It was it was very very bad game. Three goals again could have been more. Um, and I mean, there are a lot of injuries. We have to say, Captain Totolozia is uh, got a red card and is suspended. And there's a bunch of the 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 back line keeps changing because there's injuries. And so you know, I don't mean to make. I don't mean to be not understanding of these circumstances, but it's like, I mean, it's like Christoph Biermann said, if you, if you defend like that, you're going to go down. That's just how it is. There's just no, they just don't have enough room for error. They don't have the offensive weapons to make up three goals. It's not Dortmund that could pull out a, can bring Giorena and Bino Loftus cheek Gibbons, Alexander Arnold off the bench. That's not that we don't, we don't have that kind of, we don't have those kinds of weapons. So if you're not get, it starts with that. If you can't defend, then you're screwed. And this and this is this is the big one. Schalke was has been last. They had a bunch of points, were a bunch of points behind. No more. If they win this game, they're back ahead. They're back ahead of Bochum. And there'll be a four way. And then tie Bochum will be bottom. Bochum will be last again. Right. And uh yeah, I is it I in mean, is it in Bochum or in Gelsenkirchen? It's in Bochum. It's in Bochum. But I mean, Schalke is not far. They're gonna bring. <laughs> there's gonna be. They're gonna bring some. 
They're gonna be some bring some people right. along. This is gonna get this is gonna be a bloodbath. Thomas Reis is coming back to his old. I mean, All if right. you're a neutral for a neutral observer, especially you know, like this is like everybody's every American's pro rel wet dream personified. <laughs> this game, yeah, this is everything. It's gonna be it's good. It's gonna be an absolute bloodbath. Uh, it's a six pointer relegation super game. So that's your recommendation for the weekend is to watch. I mean, the... it's gonna be ugly as fuck. Right. But yeah, I mean, I'm not Bochum, neutral. I'm ne- I'm not neutral, so I'm gonna suffer right. and suffer. But Bullhump needs to hold tight, man mark. So you're saying man mark well and hit him on the counter. I mean, that's just, just a, an, scratch out some I, points. I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't have any. I mean, I was joking, obviously, about this being kind of deep analysis. I just suggest defending. That's what I'm. That's I. I would suggest that to basically almost any team. It's good to defend. Defending is defending is useful. If you prevent a goal, that's one goal you don't have to score. It did take me a second to realize. I was like, "Wait a minute!" I was that dry. I was doing that dry. dry Doing that dry German uh, humor. Humor sometimes doesn't translate to English super well. Uh, but you yeah. were like, wait, when you say defending, you mean like no, I just mean defend. I was I was like I was yes, I was, was like, I'll help you out with this analysis, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> now I get it. So if the defenders do the thing that's called defending, you're just def- be yeah, too. just do right. the do the thing. Yeah. Well, I wish them the best of luck. As you know, half my heart is in Bochum. You know how there's a six degrees of Stefan Schütte? I just learned that I have a second cousin who is a Dawa, is a season ticket holder at Union Berlin and goes to every game, including the road games. Oh, he's a amazing. Do or die including the, that's great. Road games. Well, in Germany, that's not that big of a it's challenge. It's easier to do um, than in the U.S. Like well, in the but US. still, big commitment. Like, for instance, if you went to the Ajax game in Amsterdam, that's what? Four-hour train ride? Maybe five? From Berlin, um, probably yeah. more. But uh, they also have the um, high speed rail. Remember, from Berlin to Hamburg, it's like three hours because I've done that before. Yeah, and from Hamburg uh, on to Amsterdam is another what two hours. Berlin to Berlin to Amsterdam is probably six hours. I would say. I'll, yeah. uh, they don't have like a high speed train that's probably like four hours. They might. Well, but because they, you still have to go through. You probably have to go through through my neck of the woods to get right. there because there's no direct. You probably go to Dusseldorf. I'm going to look but it up. Either way, uh, but either way, but for instance, just as an example, that six-hour trip is like the longest road trip he's going to take all season, right? Six hours and sixteen minutes via the train. Via the train, it's the fastest. It's the fastest yeah. connection. But that's an example of the longest road game you're going to do all season. We're here in the U.S. That's like average. Like the nearest road game, but New York to Philly is in six hours. But like if you're New York to Boston, New York to D.C., if there's traffic, could be. Six hours, I never know. Um, anywho, um, the only last topic is, I guess there's a couple things, but Rudy Fuller did a long interview on Sportbilts. I'll try to listen to that and break that down for the next time. Oh, but cool. uh, the highlight is they asked about Noya. As the Noya drama continues, mm-hmm. there was a photo released over the weekend of Manuel Noya walking to München to what walk to the stadium to watch the Bayern München Union Berlin game, and he was walking without crutches or anything. He was just walking to watch the stadium. So here we are, two months or three months after his great fall, 
and he seems to not even be on crutches anymore. So maybe his recovery will go a little faster than we anticipated. But Rudy the, Fuller was the, asked... The, the, yeah, no, go ahead, please. Rudy Fuller was asked about if he's going to be involved in the national team again. Rudy Fuller and his new position as DFB chef or whatever that... Not DFB chef, the national team director, said that Sport he... Director. Is, Sport director. said that he is still in consideration as long as he's healthy. It's like he has no interest in claiming that he's no longer going to be the German goalkeeper anymore. He just said, Manu Anoya, if he's healthy and earning he'll, like, and in good shape, he'll be our number one again. That's what he said. So, I mean, what is he going to say? He's going to say, nope, that's over. <laughs> you go skiing? What is that? That's that's. No, he's not going to say that. Of course, he has to be like, oh, yeah, the best, may the best, may the best men win. That's we why need- I want Lothar Mateos to be the sport director because he would not say that. That dude's got a mouth That's on That's why Lothar Mateos will never be <laughs> sport director. <laughs> Lothar Mateos, who earlier in the week said Urs Fischer is the best coach in the Bundesliga, he can coach anywhere, especially Bayern. Wink, wink, is what he said. Uh, Nobody really – we don't have any kind of personal – we don't really know this, but like nobody really seems to love Julia Nagelsmann. It's very yeah. few – It's not, nobody kind of – goes out of their way to be like that guy solid guy <laughs> but also Mateus, Mateus has a big old mouth on him he likes to say crazy well, he likes it he's a he's the shitster no. of all of all shit stories of course famously now, fired from my team for going to saint tropez during a league game <laughs> fired i mean fired i guess he, he was cut right he was but fired. like what did he did he care Probably no, but but still, I mean, how many players in MLS history have been fired for skipping? Like for like he he must. I can't think of too many other players in the entire history of the twenty-seven year MLS league that got fired for something that he did. You know what I mean? Right. I can't think of too many. So that was that's Lothar Mateos. Lothar Mateos. So let's start. Let's let's keep the the goalie, the Bayern goalie, watch going. So there's four, right? Four candidates. Well, who's the fourth? Well, this, is, um, this this got thrown in. Well, there's Manuel Neuer. Neuer. He's Jan Sommer. Right? Jan Sommer currently has got the job. There's Nübel, who's in Monaco, but Monaco. under contract in Bayern. And then there's uh, the Dortmund keeper, Kobe, who people say really Bayern, Bayern wants, to, wants to get. That could just be Bayern trolling Borussia Dortmund. So you're – so, okay, so – what do we think? And we're going to keep updating this every week. Current deaths chart with Neuer healthy. Well, you are right that Neuer and 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 um, Zoma are older, so they do need a long term replacement. And but right not now, that old, but not like immediately. They're both in their mid thirties, right? Yeah, in a couple seasons, right? In a couple seasons, I'm saying long term. Like when they got Khan, he was young from Karlsruhe, and he gave him 12 seasons. They bought Noya, young from Schalke, right? And he gave them a career. Now they need that next guy coming up soon in the next season or two or three. And you're saying, who is that guy? Is the guy from Monaco? I don't know. I don't think so. Well, that's going to, that's going to, we're going to, I guess that is going to sort itself out this, this uh, summer because his contract's up. 
or his loan is up. And so then he'll either come back or not. And then I guess by that point, the Neuer is going to be ready again. And then this will all sort itself out. And Koble's not coming to be backup. So if they're going to, I mean, Koble it's just wild. Yeah. It's, it's just kind of, this speaks to the, the, well, anyway. It's, well, it's well, easier just in great to... shape. He's thirty-four. He can give him. Can he give him three or four more seasons? Maybe, maybe. But Zoma, nobody seems to want him to be there for a long time. It seems like. I mean, it's just it's just a wild it's just a wild situation. You just don't see that that often. That there's all these people in the mix, and it's hard to hard to see how it all's going how's all going to shake out. Yeah, maybe Gigi Buffon will come in. <laughs> Donna Roma, Sean Johnson, Sean maybe Johnson Sean thought maybe he should be in the mix. Zach no. Steffen, Gaga Slonina. There you go. These maybe he's all, a young whippersnapper. Who, these are all these are all names of goalkeepers. So yeah, the Bayern mentioned goalkeeper watch is ongoing here on the Schnitzel Boys. Uh, but overall, German clubs in Europe doing okay. Hopefully one or two will get through to the Champions League. But we've got three in the Europa Liga. The bottom of the of the, of the the table and the top of the table are exciting. When's the Dortmund Bayern München super clash? Speak for yourself, man. This is not exciting. It's stressful. It is hard. It is hard. I didn't have any. I really didn't have any hope for most of the season. I thought we would go the way of Fürth last year. But then... Thomas they Lech, gave, he's, they he's gave real. Us, they gave us hope, and now they're going to crush us. We're going to lose at home to Schalke, and it's going to be fucking know. awful. PMA, Bjorn, PMA, positive mental attitude, okay? Schalke has three points less and $300 million more. Not over the last, not over the last few weeks, they don't. But on the table, isn't it 19 points with Bochum and 16 points yeah. with Schalke? Yeah. So I think Bochum will do it. They're at home. Grunemeyer will be there. And uh, really, I mean, why well, would right? If I were rich, why wouldn't he be? Was he busy? Is he on tour? <laughs> I don't, in Japan I don't think he's, he's not a where, regular. Where he? He's not a. He's not a. He's not a regular visitor. He's he's busy selling out Madison Square Garden that weekend, unfortunately. So. He... <laughs> Anyway, all right. Anywho, that's for this week. And Dodgers Fußball, thank you, Zander. And thank you to our other fans come hopping in and our regulars. Uh, the Schnitzel Party is live every Monday night to hop in and talk to us. And, and we love to hear from you. We love to talk to you because the show is run by fans like you and fans like us because it's a fan party. The English language, Bundesliga, German <laughs> fan party. Brought to you by the Schnitzel Boys, everybody. Uh, if you're interested in American stuff, hey, Tom, there you are. I was about to say, Tom. I'm just in time. I'm just in time, Tom. We love you every week. Uh, we got an American hour coming right up. If you want the American stuff, hop in. Otherwise, yeah. you all next MLS, week. MLS is back. MLS is back. Tschüss. Bis nächste Woche.